Hey. Hey. What's up? I'm so mad, bro. <laughs> I've been so upset all day. So blown all day. Damn, bro. Well, first off, I'm going to give you a virtual dap. Mm. And then feeling? Uh, a wrap around because my bro, I would hate to see you lose your quarterback. Well, seems like we're already on that path. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Man Up 3D. As always, it is me, your host, Swill. And unfortunately, on there, it says homies for some reason. I'll edit that halfway through. Not worrying about that right now. As always, joined by your friend, your foe, whatever you want to call him. You could be battling his takes. You could be happy. You could be upset. It is Always our boy, Coach. Coach, how are you feeling? Go ahead and run for a second while I change my fucking uh, thing. Feeling good, man. We got some more football news to talk about. Another episode. Some cra- a crazy weekend of uh, uh, sports like basketball. And, um, yeah, man, it's getting to it. The season we coming got- up. We had the final. We had the final four was finally uh, set this weekend, as you can see at the bottom of our screen down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? We also have, obviously, Lamar Jackson has officially requested a trade publicly from the Baltimore Ravens. We had that go on as well. Yeah, my uh, LeBron James too. made his triumphant return to the NBA, though. We don't talk about that too much. I figured that was worth mentioning. What would you say? I said uh, LeBron made his triumphant return, uh, but I figured since we don't talk the NBA, it's not that big of a deal that I mentioned that. Um, definitely a big deal whenever goat's back. Whenever the goat is back doing his thing, yes, bro. All I can think about is Lamar wanting to leave the Ravens. Kind of saw this coming, kind of saw this coming. Unfortunately, I thought obviously we would match the deal because we use the exclude the non exclusive franchise tag on him, but I did not think it would come to the point where he would actually request a trade. I just thought you know we might just trade him. I don't know if I didn't know if they would ever leak that info publicly is basically what I'm saying. And now here we are. Yep. This man apparently requested a trade on March 2nd. For those who don't know what today is, today is March 27th. And uh, that is 25 days after Lamar Jackson requested that their trade. So for a little bit under a month now, he has been ready to roll out on Baltimore. Allegedly now, This could be a negotiation tactic. This could just be, you know, Lamar actually being done with the Ravens. This could be a number of things, Coach. But all it says to me right now is my team is literally going to go through what the Washington football team went through and what you just told me before. You were like, it looks like you might be in the quarterback carousel. looks like we're going back to the Ravens of old before Flacco. (laughs) We will be. We will throw out another Kyle Bowler or a fucking so whoever the shit, bro. Somebody. Hey, I, I had seen um, I had seen a a thing about um like projected win totals for like the next season, and then there was a graphic. It was a graphic with Lamar saying that the Ravens would be at like eight and a half, and everybody was like, "You might want to want to lower that a little bit after the breaking news." And um, yeah, man, just. Hearing the news of Lamar's trade via his Twitter, he gave out a long letter um, that we do have up. Oh, yeah, I'll pull that up while you're talking about that. Yeah. It is unfortunate what's transpired, but here, I'll let everybody read the letter while we go ahead and do this shit real quick there. Coach? Let him read. All right, you want me to read it? Or do you? I got it. I'll read it. I got this. Go ahead, be more. I'll speed read it if I can. So, everybody's already seen it, but as you can see on the screen, Lamar Jackson titles it a letter to my fans. I first want to thank you all for the love and support you consistently show towards me. All of you are amazing, and I appreciate you all so much. I want you to, I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions. In regards to my future plans, as of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens have not been has not been interested in meeting my value and anyone and everyone that's ever that has ever goddamn I'm botching this shit reading it live but it is what it is cuz it's all blurry on my fucking screen I'll just move in on this shit closer it is what it is anybody and everybody that's ever met me or been around me knows that I love the game of football my dream is to help a team win the super bowl you all are great but I had to make a business decision that business decision that was best for me and my family 
no matter how far I go, where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans and of the Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You will see me again. Hope so. That sounds like a goodbye letter if I ever seen one before. It does, though. It but does. yeah. This Man. is just fucked, bro. And he Nothing dropped about that this right. Has been positive. Huh? He had dropped that right. Um, because there was the owners meeting today. Um, or the coaches meeting today. Um, the owners and the coaches, GMs, yeah, that's owners, all. coaches, GMs, they meet somewhere. Um, I think somewhere out in California or something like Phoenix, that. Phoenix, they're in Arizona. Phoenix? I don't know if they're in Phoenix, but I know they're in Arizona for sure. Okay, so somewhere in Arizona, that's where they at, and um, yeah, usually um. It starts like it's in a uh, place before the new league year and all of that. Um, just a huge meeting. And this news and this tweet by Lamar had dropped right as um, his head coach, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah. Mr. Harbaugh was sitting down to do his little press conference uh, talking about his team and I guess expectations. So, I mean, he says it was a shock to him or he didn't know about the tweet, the trade request by Lamar. And in his press conference, basically while fielding questions about this, like, um, breaking news, he was just showing his loyalty. And all the smile on his face, too. Yeah, like, you know, Lamar's my guy. You know, I I rock with a through thick and thin. You know, this is all part of the negotiating process, Uh, blah, 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 this and that. But, yeah, just showing that, you know, he's down with Lamar and he believes that, He'll be back this upcoming season under what contract conditions, not sure. But uh, he believes that he loves the Ravens. And um, aside from negotiating, that they have a good relationship. But him saying this doesn't really, like, you know, seem like the relationship is in a, a good space right now. Nope. between the Why two would he parties. request a trade if it's in a good spot? Right. So, yeah, no, that's one thing about it, bro. <sighs> I don't like I keep shaking my camera, but like, bro, I don't even know, man. It's just so frustrating because and I've been on this side of it for pretty much the entire negotiation process ever since it started this season. Last season is one thing, but this right. season, bro, there's so much fault on both sides. There's fault on on Lamar's side for one. I will say him having an agent would have sped this deal up significantly, whether it would have been with us or trading him somewhere else. Whatever would have happened would have happened much quicker had Lamar had an agent, some sort of representation or whatever. It's also his fault in a bit of a sense because he cut off negotiations in the middle of the season or he cut off negotiations before when the season started. He said he wasn't going to talk about uh, the contract at all once the season began and all that shit, which mm-hmm. you know is a mistake because Roquan Smith ended up getting his deal done in the middle of the season. If Lamar would have kept the conversation going during the season, it might have been able to work itself out because they saw what was going on when he was hurt. Right. They saw how yeah. far the offense fell off. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at this. Look at how far the offense fell off when he was not in there. Since we were seen with Lamar Jackson, 13 points a game, 146 pass yards per game, 28.6 red zone touchdown percentage, 28.6% of the time, bro. Mm. And 17 first downs a game. That is dog shit. We've already went through. I did a whole rant that was like 30 minutes long. We don't need me to do that again. So it's just an issue without him being on the field, man. It, It has been. So I feel like if he would have kept the conversation going throughout the season last year, while that was going down, they would have probably caved a little bit quicker and been like, all right, here, fuck it. Let's give you your money now. Let's hope we can get you back out on the field for like week 17. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what should have transpired, but it didn't. Um, one, there's only like three, there's three things really on each side that is, is fault is making this kind of shady and shitty in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. The third thing for Lamar, I will say, bro, Stop fucking tweeting. I always say I want him to be a little bit more transparent, but you got to stop tweeting. If you're not going to have somebody speak for you on Twitter, stop tweeting these sob stories out like he did with the injury and like he's doing with this fucking shit now. I, yeah. I, I don't care. You're supposed to have somebody else fucking do that shit for you. Stop taking all this shit personal and then running to fucking Twitter. You feel what I'm saying? So that's <laughs> another issue that I that's the third thing that he's had. Like that's been a problem. 
He's not specific about it, but like the shit that he does tweet, it's very, very obvious. When he gets caught liking shit on Twitter and all that shit, I don't don't care about that. I don't look too much into the likes or the Instagram posts or anything like that. Yeah. And now the Ravens organization, obviously, number one, they have not built a offense around him that is suited to play in modern day and the modern day NFL. They are running a glorified single wing. That's basically what I said in the Instagram live that I did earlier. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They're running a glorified single wing. They've never brought him in a bona fide number one wide receiver. I will say this with my whole chest. Josh Allen sucked before they got him. Stefan Diggs. He sucked before they got him. Stefan Diggs. Kyler Murray looked much better with DeAndre Hopkins on the field than he's ever looked without DeAndre Hopkins on the field. <laughs> Those are just two right off the top of my head. Look what happened with Jalen Hurts this year. Another one. He played like an MVP and took his team to the fucking Super Bowl because you got him in A.J. Brown. You yeah. got him a fucking number two like Devontae Smith, who could be a number one if he wasn't like 5'10", 150 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, look at Kirk. When, I mean, he got... JJ too, you could say that. Yeah, way. even that, like Kirk has been an established, he, like solid quarterback in the NFL up to that point. But even giving him Justin Jefferson, his numbers shot up crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Like you see all the proof out there with giving all these other players, all these other quarterbacks, number one wide receivers, and you don't want to attempt to do that with the guy that you have. So that's the second thing that they fucked up on. And number three, the year he won MVP, we said this before, they should have reached, they should have started the negotiation process then because we couldn't, we could have gotten him at such a cheaper rate than we are dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Because if he signs that deal and say he wants to get more money than he's getting at that current time, like on his current deal, okay. Mm-hmm. If he got like we say, just we'll throw a number out there. We'll say they gave him like a hundred and thirty, forty million dollars fully guaranteed. All you're doing really is you're bumping his salary up. You could just give him a higher signing bonus on a newer deal to where he's making something where he got like $200 million guaranteed. You're not stretching it too much farther if you would have already started this process before, but they didn't. So that is this, that's the third mistake that they made. Yeah. And if we want to be honest, they haven't been transparent about this at all. Other teams will at least give you some sort of nuggets here and there. All Eric DaCosta has ever said is the negotiations are going well. How well are they fucking going? Because he has not signed a deal. How well saying, are they dude. going? We don't How really positive know are mind. the conversations? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous, bro. And I don't know what to say. So, Coach, I'll let you go. You, you see like you got something to say. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous and crazy what's happening because it's like, I mean, the n- negotiations are ongoing. But, like, as far as, like, it's like nothing's being, like, moved or, like, really, like, said, one, by the Ravens, but also by, like, other teams because, like, he he's in a position where he's not – he hasn't signed the franchise tag. So, he's able to – get an offer sheet from other teams, but other teams are like, well, the Ravens are just going to match that. They're just chilling, um, like playing it um, how they want to play it, the process. And it's just kind of um, like in a stalemate as far as right now, because, I mean, we don't really know in full how much Lamar wants. And I mean, how much are, what are what's the Ravens range? Because, um, if a team were to give, like, you know, were to be like, all right, well, we'll give Lamar his new contract and give up the compensation, which is t- one Do thing. Do you hear this loud ass banging behind me? No. Okay, good, bro. Cause I hear some wildly loud ass fucking banging or some shit going on outside. It is so fucking annoying. It's like somebody's just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> They want Lamar in Baltimore too, it seems like. But it's not on like the wall. It's like sounds like it's coming from outside. Man, <laughs> they hear us. <laughs> Fucking insane. Sorry to cut you off. You were saying no, 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 you good, you good. But yeah, it's uh, like out of stalemate, and like um, we'll just really have to see how it's gonna shake up, who's gonna is Lamar gonna come down on his contract demands, is the or does he like not want to be in Baltimore at all. And he's just like, all right, this is it. Like trade me. And so then there's that aspect. He could also, um, 
hold out like too. If do you he, think that or, would be a smart idea though to hold out, honestly? Well, that's I think oh my god. If that if he really right wants to get a trade. Continue. I'll be right back. All right. That's really if he wants to get a trade because um because then at that point it's like, all right, well, I don't want to be here, but like you don't want to sign me to a long year contract either. So um I'ma just do what Le'Veon Bell did pretty much or all them guys and sheesh. You find out what that banging is? No, but it's fucking bugging the shit out of me. Let me tell you, bro. They don't it, work out there. <laughs> I know exactly what it is, too, which is making it even worse. It's this little fucking kid that's sitting next door outside, probably slamming his fucking basketball up and down over uh, and over, yeah. just being a little bitch. So I'm going to go outside and tell a kid, hey, fuck you. <laughs> I won't. That would be rude. But that kid needs to stop. Jesus hey. Christ. Got to do our show, man. It's hard to do a show when you hear a little kid slamming a basketball off the wall outside. Jesus Christ. Right. What are he trying to Tough do? to do, huh? <laughs> what are he trying to do? I know. So here's the thing, bro. I feel like the problem is, right, what you kind of were alluding to. Does he want to be in Baltimore? I don't think he does. Because if he did, no. I think this would have already been done. I know he says he loves it here. I know he says all that shit. I know he said all that. I just don't know if that's the case honestly i really don't and it sucks that that's not the case if that is the case but you know we're here now and it fucking stinks well so what teams do you think he could go to if he were to i've been saying it for weeks bro houston is the one i feel like a lot of people aren't really considering or at least they're yeah. just not mentioning. They might think it, but they won't say it out loud like me. I think Houston is a legit possibility. One, because he can get a bunch of money down there, mm-hmm. and it's all tax-free because of state income tax in Texas. Uh, there is none, so that would be huge for him. I'm sure he would like that. Yeah. Uh, and if they were to trade us their first-round picks this year, we could get the second pick in the draft, and we can get the 12th pick in the draft. So you mean to tell me whoever we don't, whoever you don't draft, say you draft CJ Stroud and not Bryce Young, we get Bryce Young. And if you draft Bryce Young and not CJ Stroud, we get CJ Stroud. So obviously neither of those dudes are Lamar, but at least it'd be a feasible replacement. You know what I'm saying? You can build around that all over again, and you're not having to throw an absolute shit ton of money at one player. Right. So I feel like Houston is always like a a sleeper team. Obviously, Indy, because they always try to go out there and get quarterbacks, and they've swung and missed on Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. Phillip Rivers got them to the playoffs, but then he retired. So, And ever since Andrew Luck, shit's kind of just been silly for them. They don't really know what they're doing. Peyton Manning, look, look, I'm going to say this with my whole chest. The Colts are a shit show, and the only reason they are considered a decent organization is because Peyton Manning played there for like 15 years. That is the only reason. Without Peyton Manning, they would have been just like they were when they left Baltimore. Dog shit. So all the Colts fans begging and pleading for Lamar to get there. He ain't going to fix nothing because what the fuck have you guys done to show anybody that you're going to build around a quarterback that wasn't Andrew Luck? Well, they had a decent offensive line. And they barely built around him. He had to retire early. Peyton Manning is the only quarterback that's ever been built around in the history of Indy. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like it was because he was really calling the shots for the offense. Like, yo, I want this guy. I want this guy. I want that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, now, like, or at least back then, like, Andrew Luck was running for his life, dude. And, I mean... Peyton Manning was just so good in the pocket. I feel like, I mean, he had a a, a decent O line too. Um, Jeff Saturday, <laughs> former so, interim head coach of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it was Peyton's definitely their best player, and um, shit. I don't know. I feel like they've they've surely missed on a lot of quarterbacks. Maybe Will Levis, but. They want somebody I feel like that's young and they can build around. So I don't know if that's truly going to be Lamar. Well, their fucking GM came out and said it today that he was considering going after Lamar because he's available. 
Well, yeah, he's like, they're not ruling out the possibility. I saw that, too. Yeah, do you want me to fucking read you what he said? Yeah, read it. All right, hang on, I'm going to pull it up right now. So he said, anytime a special player is available, which he is, you've got to do the work, Ballard said, echoing the sentiments of Coach Shane Steichen. Shout out to the uh, writer of this article, Stephen Holder. I was about to call him Stephen like a straight up dummy. I (laughs) I was about to do that. (laughs) Um, He said, I'm not going to get in. He said, they're going to do their due diligence. I'm not going to get too deep into the discussions on where it's at or what we're doing or what we might do. But I'll tell you, he is really a good player, really special player. But you never know how any of this will work out. So, yeah, clearly Chris Chris Ballard (laughs) is a little bit interested in old Lamar Jackson. Oh, buddy. It's not good. Because 40 years ago, motherfucking, what's it called? The Colts left Baltimore. My dad says, let him roll. Pops, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, I want him to go strictly because he's requesting a trade and it's annoying the shit out of me. So if we're going to let him go, let him go. But I prefer not to. Who the hell else are we going to go get? We're going to go fucking go grab, uh, what's his name, Davis Mills from the Texans and throw him back Mm. behind our fucking team? Hell no. (laughs) Not a chance. a long time until y'all get another franchise guy. Bro, he it's him and Joe that are the only two quarterbacks that have been any fucking good in the history of this franchise at all. And Joe never made a Pro Bowl. Y'all weren't even investing in Joe, which y'all gave him that fat contract. It's like Yeah, but that's like pennies compared to today's money. Look, yeah. You know what I mean? If that shit if Lamar was playing back then, first of all, he probably would have been like a fifth round draft pick because people were dumb and they wouldn't have taken a chance on him. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to throw this XFL yeah. game on while we're talking. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, the, the Joe Flacco contract is different just because he won the Super Bowl. So it's going to be a lot fucking harder to not pay the guy who wins the Super Bowl. I'm not holding it against Lamar for not winning a Super Bowl. You get what I'm saying? MVP, but what I will say is game, you had two years in a row you could have given him some money. I've already said this, Coach. I know. I've already established that we should have paid his ass already after the MVP season. Oh man, my Wi-Fi is acting up. Yeah, after the MVP season, we should have fucking paid him. But here we are, 2023, not paying him. Dude, think about it. He won the MVP in the 2019 season. Yep. It's been four like a long time years. Ago. It's been four years since he's won that MVP, and they didn't pay him after that. Like, what are they doing? That's just stupid business. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. do that. It just doesn't make sense to me because, like, and it would have I mean, been so much less money. But it, huh? it's like, nah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's different now with like, yeah, like your dad said, he wants too much money, and like the whole like Deshaun Watson situation, like, just kind of like dropped out of the sky, like right in the middle of you know Lamar on his way to being a top QB, getting that MVP. But, like, still, I feel like, you know, they got to come to some agreement because, like, y'all went up to draft him in the first round and, like, y'all invested in some uh, – your offense, you know, Greg Roman, who – Bro, they rebuilt the entire offense hey. to fit that man's skill set for his first two seasons, right? And like, it worked. Yeah. He evolved outside of that system, so they had to be. They should have changed shit up after 2021. Going into this season, Greg Roman should not have been the offensive coordinator. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he did look so much better throwing the football. Lat, not last, not this past season, but the season before. Before he got injured, he looked so much better throwing the ball than he had the first two. Even in his MVP season, he was looking so much better, so much more natural yeah, back yeah. there in the pocket, bro. It just looked different. And that's when I was like, okay, now we got to move on from Greg because Lamar has clearly exceeded this fucking everybody run a goddamn go route up the middle of the field and everybody run a hitch route over on the same hash. Stupid ass offense that Greg Roman was running. <laughs> Bro, I remember those pictures I was showing you guys before? Yeah. Literally yeah. like six people. We don't ever have six receivers on the field. Nobody ever does. But like five receivers on the field, the one time that we do all game that we have five receivers on the field, they're all in the same goddamn spot. And then one guy's oh. running to go. So, okay, we got four dudes that are sitting in the middle of the field. Nobody's open. It's like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> what play call is that? He ran a more complicated know. offense in college against easier defenses, yes, yeah. but a more complicated offense in college. Bobby Petrino, as much of a dirtbag as he is, at least knows what he's doing when it comes to calling plays and installing an offense, bro. He's always had teams that score points. Always. Yeah. 
And Lamar won a Heisman with dude. He won a Heisman, and nobody that was on the field with his offense in college made the NFL. Not one person. And he's basically doing that again in the NFL with dudes that should not be playing wide receiver in the NFL. (laughs) It's pathetic. That's why I understand his frustration, bro. I would want to leave if you didn't put any receivers around me. Hey, you can't do and, it by yourself. And then all I keep hearing is, man, you know, we're gonna we're we're gonna build around Lamar. We're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna revamp this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do this. It's like, bro, you ain't doing nothing. And they and never they can't did do nothing. Like the, this free agency, they haven't done anything because they're just let I me take know, that back. playing the waiting game. Let me take yeah. that back. I can't say they never did anything because they went back to back seasons drafting a wide receiver in the first round. So mm-hmm. I cannot say that they never tried to do something with the receivers. I can say the dude that was calling plays is the reason why we couldn't attract any free agents because everybody knows Greg Roman did not like to throw the ball outside the numbers. He just likes Mm -hmm. to attack the middle of the field. That's all he liked to do. And Mark Andrews was perfect for that. You know what I mean? But we needed some dudes for the guy that was a generational talent to go out there and throw the football to. But no, they didn't do that. Yeah, somebody that got to stretch the field or something, you know? Mm-hmm. We gave him a 55-year-old fucking Deshaun Jackson, bro. Yeah, big Deshaun. <laughs> it's ridiculous. If Deshaun never got that deal that he got from the Browns, we would never be in this situation. If we would have just extended him after the fucking MVP season, we'd never be in this situation. But, you know, it is what it is. He wants too much money. That's 100% facts. He wants way too much money because uh, – let me pull that up so – because we were talking about it earlier. It was the non-starter, the Stephen Holder thing. He was saying that uh, basically everybody that he's talked to has said that. Oh, sorry. This is Grant Paulson. It is so hard to see these things when it's small. That's Kevin again. That's Sarah. Bang. Here we go. All right. Regardless of what the Colts <laughs> or anyone else might, <laughs> might love about Lamar Jackson, they uh, the very clear stance from people here at the owners meetings, which are going on, like Coach already talked about earlier. Uh, the I've talked to is that whatever contract demands he is currently making are absolutely a non-starter do with this info what you wish. So obviously that could just be hearsay. That could just be, you know, it could be legit. It also could be bullshit, but I, I feel like that might be legit because if he is, he hasn't said how much he's asking for. Right. But mm-hmm. if he is asking for more than Deshaun, cause we don't know, we genuinely don't know the number. And that's fine. We yeah. don't need to know the number, but we can assume he wants 200 plus, right? I can see yeah. teams not being willing to commit to that. Honestly, I do. I, I That does not shock me. $200 million is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. I, and and, and like, as unfair as it might be, it's like, bro, it's a lot of motherfucking money to be guaranteeing a one player. Because you know you're not going to be just throwing out a five-year, $250 million, or four-year, $250 million deal either way. You're not going to do one of those. It's probably going to be like a 10-year deal for like $500 million, 250 guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like that. If he is ever going to get the money that he wants that. But like, I don't know if he would want to do a deal that's that's that long. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, I definitely know he's not trying to do no team-friendly deal. Because that's what they're saying about Justin Herbert right now. They're saying he's probably going to get like $500 million. Yeah, yeah so what is like that going to be? That's going to be like, like a 12-year deal for $500 million. Yeah, and Joe Burrow would like break, like there's like something like he could like break like the average something. For, yeah, know. those guys too, bro. It's like. Lamar's trying to do, I get what he's doing, you know, get your money, do what you got to do. But it's like, dog, you also got to be smart about this because nobody, he has been, he's requested, he requested a trade March 2nd, right? It's almost a month. It's almost a month later. He was non-exclusive franchise tagged on the 7th of March, if I'm not mistaken, March 7th, he was given Mm -hmm. the non-exclusive tag. And then, so he requested the trade five days before they tagged him, and he's had since then to negotiate with teams, and there is no traction whatsoever from anybody. Like, we haven't heard one fucking team say, we are reach- we reached out to Lamar Jackson. We haven't heard anybody say Lamar Jackson has been in conversation with blank. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't heard of Pete, bro. Not one. So it's like, dude, does he realize what's happening? And is he going to have to fucking come back and take the deal that was offered to him, allegedly, the three years, $133 million fully guaranteed? Because if you're not going to get the trade you want, if nobody's going to offer you what Baltimore did for that fully guaranteed deal, if he just wants like five years or like four years, 160 like mm-hmm. okay, that's forty million and some. That's forty million, right? Yeah, it's forty million dollars a year annually. They could make it with incentives somewhere up to like one hundred and ninety-five, fully guaranteed over four years. Some incentives he'll probably never hit, but like you know, you just throw them in there <laughs> so it makes the overall value look better. Anything's possible. If that's a deal that might come up, then what the fuck, dude? Why wouldn't the Ravens offer something like that? Just if you if. I know he's not necessarily looking for the fully guaranteed deal, but if you if you want to entice the guy to come back, just do like a four year, hundred and seventy five million dollar deal, hundred sixty five million dollar deal. Like, bam, here you go, dog. We got this for you. Because <laughs> he's had all this time to test the market. He has been yeah. basically a free. He's basically a restricted free agent who is allowed to negotiate with other teams, and he <laughs> has not had any traction with any other teams. So, bro. What are you doing? I get it. You feel wrong. Do you feel like you weren't offered a contract that was worth your value? I understand that that is what is being said. And that's what he said today. But dude, $133 million over three years. I'm not saying that's fair. I'm saying that's a lot of money to us. But he's that's a fully guaranteed contract. And he has the franchise tag, right? Which is 32.6 or 32.4, whatever the whatever that is. So that would be essentially a four-year deal for about $165 million. Exactly what I just said, fully guaranteed. So why don't they just offer that on top of what the fucking fr- of the franchise tag he's about to sign right now? It's like, wow. dude, this is so simple. There's so much fault on both sides. I just wish we could have resolved this four maybe years ago. Than that. Huh? I say maybe he wants more than I know that's the problem is we have no idea how much money he wants. The rumors are 200 plus the rumors are more than Deshaun Watson. The rumors are he doesn't want a fully guaranteed deal. The rumors are he does want a fully guaranteed deal. So it's like, blah, man, everybody's just coming at you from so many different directions. You just don't know. Exactly. And I just (laughs) wish we had some sort of idea, you know, and I know that it's been it's been proven that he was offered the second highest fully the second highest deal in the history of football, like guaranteed money, the most ever like per season, like what the fuck? And he turned that down. So I don't know how much that amount was. How much did he want? You know what I'm saying? If Deshaun got 230, what was the second most? Did we offer him like 160 to 180 fully guaranteed? Cause I don't think Um, that would be second most. Did we get him like 200 guaranteed? Cause goddamn, bro, how are you turning that down? How are you turning down $200 million? If that was what was offered, allegedly, we still don't know. How can you turn that down? Uh, I wouldn't. I know we wouldn't. <laughs> I know we wouldn't. Do you got any other thoughts on this, Coach? Uh, man, we just going to have to wait and see. I mean, I'm really kind of hoping that one of these teams, like, uh, like kind of says, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck them picks. Like, we'll go for it. And like kind of spices things up. <laughs> but I agree. Like, I just kind of want this situation over with. I obviously wanted to be the quarterback of my team, but I just want, if this is going to happen, I want some fucking owner to be like, I'm giving him this. Let's just, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, it's also weird. Cause it's like, who wouldn't like pay for like, you know, those two first round picks just to get like Lamar for like, three or four or five years, something like that, and had the possibility to win a Super Bowl. But, like, with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think the Jets want to, like, do bad business and, like, end up, like, reaching out to Lamar while they're trying to sign Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. If if Aaron Rodgers wants to keep playing, go ahead and fuck that up and let Aaron Rodgers be spiteful enough to be like, all right, let me go to Baltimore and I'm going to call my boy D-Hop, Raiders trade him, let's go. Not D-Hop. Not D-Hop, sorry. Uh, Devante. You know what I'm saying? Like I told, like we said that like a couple weeks ago, bro. Just give me, just give me, give me Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna lose Lamar Jackson, but that's never gonna happen. That's just never gonna happen. 
No shot. Well, I hope right. the Jets do some Jetsian things and mess up their own negotiations. <laughs> but I, I just don't uh, see it. I don't know, man. It's it's a shitty situation that could have all been avoided much longer ago. Yeah, and then there was the whole uh, what's his name, his business partner thing, like, uh, like the NFL sent the memo out about that, and then he was like, "Oh, it didn't happen," but like, I mean, it's kind of like already put out there, and the the NFL put the memo out. So, I mean, if it Ken were Francis, to be true, Ken Francis, yeah. who uh, Kevin Ostriker earlier was like, "Oh, looks like Meek Mill's been Ken Francis the whole time," because that shit came out about Meek Mill telling uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft Lamar said he wanted to play for the Patriots. The Patriots. So apparently, Ken Francis, uh, Mister the entire gym. What the hell is gonna be is Mr. Meek Mill apparently? It's a good old good old Philly boy Meek Mill. Philly Meek Mill. <laughs> but yeah, um, what was I gonna say? I don't uh, know. You tell me. I'm sitting here waiting on you to give me some some knowledge, coach. Oh, we got some people watching the stream. Bad, What's up, like, everybody? Thank you for joining Man Up 3D. For those that don't normally tag along on here, is Man Up 3D. I'm Swill. That's Coach. What's happening, Coach? All right, get back to your business. Sorry. No, no, no. Um. What it just could be bad because like if that were to be true, like it could like pen- end up penalizing and hurting Lamar's chances of like getting that long term deal because they would just be like, you know, collusion or whatever the fuck. They yeah, because the it. NFL did say that they said if anybody like uh, negotiates with this Ken Francis guy and it's the, like an offer sheet is pretty much negotiated by him, then they'll be like, nah, we're not we're not doing this because he's not yeah. certified. And if he's reaching out on behalf of teams, that's breaking some sort of rule. I'm positive. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. But uh, Laramie Tunsil didn't have his guy reach out to other NFL teams. He just had the dude that he consulted with to do his negotiations. He basically was just like talking to him, getting advice. And he said, hey, can I have them talk to this guy? And the NFL was like, no. So he was like, all right, word. I'm just going to use him in this consultation. Pretty much. What he <laughs> said. Yeah. So, Lamar, if you're doing that, buddy, then you're silly. My uncle is in the chat as well. What's up? What's up, Tom? What's up? Uh, Sorry about uh this Lamar Jackson situation. Taking up the entire episode that we've been doing today. You want to talk some Final Four, some March Madness, Coach, before we sign off? Uh, we, I, we don't need to be going too late tonight. This is just, you know. Yeah, just emergency pod type shit. We just gotta get we gotta get something out there on a Monday night. Lamar Jackson's requesting a trade. (laughs) What if y'all trade us the number one pick to get him? No, no, no. Why not? I don't want Lamar. I really don't. Why? Why not? I want a stone cold uh, striker. That's CJ. He, trade he us that team. number one pick. Trade yeah, us that number it. one pick. I, I, I don't know about that one. No, that's I, that's another acceptable term. If somebody wants to, if the Panthers want to trade us the number one pick, all right, we can talk. You know what I'm saying? No. We can have conversations. Hey, we can we open up some dialogue perfectly for, for the young quarterback. We got a, our our O line secure. We had like uh, all defensive draft like two years ago. Uh, who we draft some other linemen like last year and. These like Terrence Marshall. So, hey, man, all you got to hey, do man, is hey, man. Plug, in, plug in a good QB and we on to the moon. Plug in Lamar. Give us that number one pick call today. But y'all don't have any other picks to trade away. That's a problem. Yeah. And we need that rookie deal so we can just cruise. Dude, if only the uh, NFL did like three team trades like the NBA does. That'd be crazy. You know, like we trade with you and we trade with the Seahawks. We get DK. We get the number one pick. We give them like a fifth or fourth round pick, some shit like that. You know what one I'm team game, number, Dude, it'd be sick. Why don't they do that more? I just thought about that. Hey. Because basically know. when uh, the NBA does that, they're bas- they're pretty much taking on a player that nobody wanted and they're just dumping their salary. That's all yeah, exactly. that is. Like the third team that's usually involved in that trade, it's like, all right, fuck it. We'll take we'll take this guy. We'll take Jan Mahini. Why not? I'll take Jan Mahini. He's like, fuck it. We're, we're rebuilding anyway. Yeah, honestly. Imagine uh, that. Lamar gets dealt in the first ever NFL three-team trade. I don't know if it's to be the first ever. I'm sure there's been one that's happened before, but not that I can name off the top of my head. All right, Coach, you want to talk some NCAA basketball? Basketball. All right, you take it it away first. Which game you want to talk about, and I'll let you run with it. 
All right, so we had um probably the best game to me was the Miami Texas game uh, for the Elite Eight. Um, what was it? Texas, I think, had the highest percent chance out of all the teams left in the tournament to uh, actually win the whole thing. But and they started off uh, really strong in that first half. But uh, but old Jim Laranega. AKA Shout out GMU. Former, yeah, former Patriot down here at the Patriot Center over here. You know what I'm saying? That's the <laughs> guy, bro. The final four, and they ain't never going back. So, like, he to, for him to uh, do that with two schools, and um, Miami came back and played really well. If you were actually watching the game, like, Texas was balling that first half, but, like, they were kind of on cruise, and, like, of course, Miami, if they wanted a chance, they had to start, like, chopping away at the deficit. So they just kept pushing the pace and attacking and cutting down. And then they ended up going – I think Texas was up, like, 20. And then they ended up being down, like, 10 or something like that, closer to the end of the game. But, uh, yeah, that was one of the more exciting games. And also there was a controversial one with San Diego State and uh, what Creighton. Creighton, yeah, I was right. I was like, damn, who did they play? I can't remember. That wasn't a foul. I don't care what the referee says. I, I, I don't think that was a foul. I did he did he affect the shot? I mean, maybe, but I don't know if that was a foul. He's like pushing them, dude. You can't do that. I know. I know. You running behind them and then trying to contest the shot. You, Should like, you call that it's Super Bowl all over again? Should you call that in that situation? Yeah. I think well, if you're gonna call it in the first, then call it in. Call it in the four. Did they call it in the first? Uh, That's a good question. Because truthfully, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Um, what other game was there? UConn just beat the shit out of Gonzaga. Gonzaga, UConn and Gonzaga. Yep. UConn. I, they were a sleeper team for me. But I was just like, once the whole brackets were like brought out, I was like, well, maybe Kansas, maybe Texas. But they were definitely one of the teams – because uh, later in the year, you know, Big East basketball, this dude, okay. this dude, over here, yeah. he, he loved Big East. He'd be like Georgetown, Georgetown every day now. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that was the squad back in the day. That was my shit back in the day. Hey, but um, yeah, they represent Big East basketball, and um, their coaches uh, got a really good team. I feel like um, they're really athletic and long, and they can defend um multiple positions kind of like switch and have a bunch of like Swiss Army Knights or probably their most deep team left in the tournament. So with the final four of UConn, Miami, San Diego State, and FAU, they're definitely the I feel like the most balanced team out of all of them. Dude, that kid so, Hawkins is so good at UConn. Yeah. He is a also, sniper, bro. Kansas like a straight-up killer. I love it. Yeah, Kansas State lost to FAU. Um, yeah. Marquise Noel, out. no mo. Yeah, but Lil Dude was on point. Ha ha. Get it. people, bro. Get it? Lil Dude was on point. Oh. He was point. <laughs> coach said, I'm a coach, and I got dad jokes for you. Fastball. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, in a year where people probably thought that, like well, at least last year, um, it was mostly chalk. But this year, it's just like uh, there was so much parody, and we we gonna see who wins. Everybody's bracket is a GG, no more perfect ones. So we're just seeing uh, the goodness of basketball. Look, <laughs> I love the I love March Madness. It's one of the greatest sporting events of all time. Every single time, it's not even. Bro, a yeah, people are all like, oh, well, I mean, there's been some criticism about it is in like there's a debate of like, oh, we'll do people will um is college basketball better or uh NBA and like, the NBA is better. Me uh the NBA is better, it's not even yeah, a comparison. NBA. Yeah, it's not even close, dude. Like all these fucking set zone defenses that I see in college, I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. 
I they see one more like team the in a three-two zone, I'm gonna lose my mind. If I see somebody run a two-three, I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? This is basketball. Make some fucking get some space. Create some space. Get somebody in some space and move, dude. The fuck? Yeah, man. Do some That's screens, rolls, and some threes. Let's go. The fuck are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, for everybody's NBA. gonna touch the ball one time. Here we go. Harlem Globetrotters. We're playing like the Spurs. We're doing this, we're doing that, and jumper. Nope, he missed it. <laughs> yep, they're all. Oh, and the play. bad shot selection. Like we were saying yesterday, bro. It's like, man, that guy. Miami ended up coming back and winning, but that dude Wong. It's like, bro, you do not need yeah, to force they a had, three uh, right here. They were in transition, and dude, like they were. It was like four minutes or something like that, and they were down by like eight. And like, dude, just uh, like pulled a walk up three pointer, and they didn't. They had numbers going like down the court, and he could have just like at least, like, ran it in for a layup or pass to somebody that was, like, no. That's what we were saying. It's like, why you got to be forcing shit, bro? They want to be heroes, man. I know. Everybody thinks they're Steph Curry. He ruined the damn game. (laughs) Nah, but Caitlin Clark, she the next one. Bro, I can't believe we're about to do that. But, yeah, bro, she is a savage. 41 points with, like, 12 rebounds and 10 assists or whatever. No or man or woman has ever done around. that in college before. Nobody's ever done that in college before. That's what I'm saying. That's insane, bro. And she She's was the first. Yeah. She was the first. I was watching, uh, what was it earlier? I was watching PTI, you know, on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, what who's more important to the tournament or, like, was it Caitlin Clark or the LSU coach? And I'm like, bro, are you serious? It's the fucking chick who's literally drawing over a million people watching these goddamn women college basketball games every week at this point. Yeah, or every dude. one of these tournament games that they're doing right now. I mean, people... She's a savage, bro. I can't people believe People are to hate on it, but, like... If you are actually like watching, like I've been telling you like more than a few times, like, oh, like LSU, like they're nice. And like South Carolina. Oh, and their nice. coach always has a fresh ass jacket on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she like brings attention to like herself and like the team. So like I same with the uh, South Carolina coach. She got some swag too. Oh yeah, Dawn Staley, she is G. I saw a picture of her on GQ Sports and she had a Randall Cunningham jersey on in the middle of a game. I was like, oh, yeah. damn, I've never seen a coach do that before. That's kind of tough. Yeah, is- <laughs> I was like, that's, cool. that's cool as fuck. I would have done that shit. Wow. Got some swag to it. Yeah. Got some swag to it. Bro, and, and like we were saying, Caitlin Clark's game's got some swag to it too. For sure. Like I, I mean- watched a little bit of it last night before I passed out. And in mm-hmm. like the 20 minutes that I was watching, she had a pass across the court. And I was like, yo. And then she pulls up from like 32 money. I was like, yo, what the yeah. fuck? Like, where does this come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Not like disrespectful, but you don't really see that. You know what I'm saying? She just yeah, yeah, I think it's a skill level. Is the skill level has gotten like better and like kind of like matched up. Obviously, it's not going to be like the same as like you know, the the college kids are are coming out going to the NBA and like there's the differences and whatnot. But like as far as like just like the eye test, like if you were watching, sitting out watching the game, you're like, oh my god, Caitlin Clark, like she's shooting all these threes and like there was there's this uh there's this one girl I think LSU point guard, like she's like really like shifty and like she was like breaking people's ankles. I was like, oh my god. So like mm-hmm. I feel like the skill level for the women's sports is like rising along with like, you know, the NCAA doing the whole, they're getting more expo- exposure, especially now with the tournament um, and like the NIL and stuff like that. So I think that's good overall. I agree. I mean, we're sitting here talking about it on our podcast, bro. Shit. Like we I just said, women never <sighs> thought we would like not tr- again, not oh, trying okay. to be disrespectful or wild or crazy, oh, but I just never thought we would. And, it has. I watched a few of those games, bro. It is pretty entertaining. It was pretty good. You don't think of like you don't think about it a little bit, but like when you're watching them play, like you were saying, the skill level has risen so much compared to like what, what it, it was probably be. like ten years ago when Brittany Griner was dunking on everybody when she was at Baylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it's different in the sense, like, obviously it's not an aerial game, kind of like the NBA is, but with the amount of skill that they have, bro, it's like you see so much fucking nasty footwork, so many nasty passes, so many fucking yeah. different, just so much different shit. Than, it's different. It's just, it's different in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's got its peaks. It's got its, it's like any sport, bro. The NBA, when it goes through those dead periods, when I'm all, all I'm just watching people shoot threes. It's like, come on, bro. Why? Why did I watch an entire possession go five over oh five on three? You got five <laughs> offensive rebounds, picked it out every time, missed five threes in a row. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why are we doing that? Not smart basketball. No, not at all. All right, coach. Uh, mm-hmm. you want to pick the final four? Yeah. Final four for the men's. So the men's final four is on Saturday. I'm assuming because the Natty's going to be on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Miami yeah. and UConn, and San Diego State and FAU. FAU and UConn are probably the two hottest teams in the tournament right now. Miami. Well, you know what? Miami and UConn are probably the two of the hottest teams in the tournament right now, and they're playing against each other. FAU is going up against the San Diego State team that has made the Final Four for the first time in their history. I believe it's FAU's first time in their history as well. So you got two first-time Final Four makers. That's Three crazy. Of the first. Isn't Miami's first time too? It yeah, is. in the Final Four, yeah. So Miami, San Diego State, and FAU are all in the Final Four for the first time. UConn is Somebody the only team in history. there. Yeah, bro, honestly, that's insane. And it's the first time in the history of the tournament where there's not a single one, two, or three seed in the tournament, in the final four, sorry. Yeah, dude. Think about that. We're talking about parity, right? We're talking about shit where people, like, skill levels getting higher. Bro, talk about that in the men's game, too. The motherfucking teams are starting to get real close. We saw another 16, we saw another 16 seed win this year. We saw another yeah, yeah. 15 seed win this year. It ain't going to be long before one of them fucking 15 seeds or 14 seeds somehow goes on a run and wins the whole goddamn thing. And then it's going to be like, yo, do do the seeds even matter? Or should we just literally go one through 64? You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't need to crazy. do a whole bracket. We don't need to do that whole bracket like that. It's just, do we just go one just through 64? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's because of like, you know, there's a one and done, but also like, the whole transfer portal thing. So, like, the talent is, like, it's not all top-heavy. It's, like, being, like, sort of evened out throughout, like, other schools and, like, stuff like that. It seems like kids are staying at school longer, too, because there we go. My uncle wrote in a comment. The draft used to pull out so many, like, good players, like, one-and-dones and and shit like that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, John Wall, the Kentucky Kentucky rule, basically. You know what I mean? Like, everybody would go to college for one year and then bounce. And that seems to have changed a little bit. It seems like these teams are sticking together a little bit longer because, I mean, UNC sucked this year, Coach. That was That's your squad, but... Like most of the team is like juniors and sophomores and seniors. Whereas a couple of years ago, it probably would have been like one senior and like three or four freshmen or like two or three freshmen, a senior and a sophomore. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Whereas now it's like, it seems like everybody's kind of like old, I guess, for college where if you're a junior or senior, you're, I guess, I guess you're the old guy on the team at that point, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it seems like that's, what's kind of making it like, closer because like you said these teams they're staking together they're doing all this they're doing all that so they know each other they know how their games work they know in what situations who to who to pass the ball to and who to fucking not pass the ball to in certain situations whereas a dude that's only been on the team with the guy for that one season might kick it to the dude that's supposed to be a top pick in the draft and he misses a shot they lose oh it starts a run for the other team and all of a sudden it's fucking 12 to 2 run and we're fucked whereas the team that's been together for four years they're going to know exactly what they fucking need to do. Yeah, and they might not even make the tournament like all four years, but they make right. it like that one or two, and they've played together for however many years, and maybe they make it in their junior year, but they come up short in like the second round, and they make it again the following year. That next team is probably going to be on point. They might yeah. make a run at it, but hey, I love so it though, for college ball. I'll give it like five years before a double-digit seed goes on and wins the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe Somehow, sooner than that, dude. Sooner than that? Like three or some. All right, fair enough. All right, Coach, let's pick these final four games. So we're starting off with Miami and UConn. I'm going with UConn. 
I'm going to go with UConn, too. They are the hottest team in the tournament, and they are arguably the best team standing. Uh, but don't sleep on Jim Laranega and the boys. If they win this game, if they beat UConn, they're winning the national championship. Oh, for sure, yeah. I think whoever wins this game is going to win the natty. I agree, I agree. That's just our opinion, though. You know, that's just that's just what we think over here at Man Up 3 Deep. Uh, San Diego State and FAU, Coach, who do we got? I'm going to go with San Diego State. Ooh, you're going with the Aztecs, huh? Yeah, they play defense. I, I agree with that. But you know what? Something about them owls, dog. They won like 30-something games. Yeah, I know. It's three. <laughs> That's tough to pet. That's tough to bet against for me, bro. Give me FAU. So we disagree on that one. All right. We got, our we, got a comp- we got a competition going here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We'll pick the natty. Uh, you know what? We'll pick the natty whenever it gets settled. We don't need to do that <laughs> after after the games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I say uh, we've had we've been on here long enough. What do you say? Yaman. Yeah, of course, that's what we say. All right. Thanks to everybody who jumped on our stream tonight. We are not normally live on Monday nights, but hey, we decided to come at y'all on a Monday night and get all this shit rolling. My uncle said UConn all the way. Hell fucking yeah, Tom, I'm with you. Um, We'll be back probably. We'll see. We might be back tomorrow. We might be back Wednesday. I haven't really decided on that yet. I'll let you know, coach, and I'll let everybody know on Twitter and all that shit. As always, follow us on Instagram at ManUp3D. Follow us on TikTok if the government doesn't ban it in a couple of days uh, at ManUp3D. <laughs> follow us on Facebook, <laughs> on Twitter. All of our ads are at ManUp3D. We're going to need so another app. Huh? <laughs> I said, we're going to need another app. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we might need another ad after I drop that shit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, follow us on all those. Uh, hit us up on. Don't hit us up there, Coach. I'm being silly. They need to go to Amazon.com/shops/slash/don't-sleep promo code man up three deep get twenty percent off your entire order. It's usually running, but yeah, usually. Oh wait, is it twenty percent off or ten percent off? It's ten percent off. Damn, I almost just tried to almost just got us in trouble, Mister Mister Don't Sleep. I ain't trying to get in trouble with him, man up. Yeah. Manup.com, not nah, God damn, Amazon.com oh. slash shops. Man. Slash don't sleep. Promo code manup three deep. Ten percent off your entire order. Live ad reads are tough. Good job. Uh, also go to underdog fantasy and use our promo code manup three deep to get up to one hundred dollars back on your first deposit match. And without further ado, this is gonna be the end of the show. Coach, hey man. Hey, man. hey, thanks for coming on here and talking shit with me and basically listening to me rant and rave about being sad about Lamar leaving. Hey, man. We wish you, gang. It is what it is. I hope y'all end up trading me that first pick. Oh, no, 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 no. Not I just, that's Not what happy. I'm hoping for. You got anything to say to the people before I wrap it up? Hey, we're going to keep these episodes and the content coming. Like, subscribe. Comment, all that good stuff. We appreciate y'all. I always forget to say that. Like and subscribe. Like this video on YouTube. Like this video. Retweet it on Twitter. Like this video on Facebook. Share it on Facebook. Share it on YouTube. Share it with your friends. Share it with everybody you know. Coach, I say again, thank you for joining me. I'm Swill. He's Coach. We didn't have Cam on the pod again. He's busy. Sleeping probably. But, you know, it is what it is. So, hell yeah, coach. That was another episode of Man Up 3 Deep. I'm going to stop rambling to try to get this to an end.